Good morning, beautiful people. I'm Jamie Filer, personal trainer and self-development coach. Welcome to your Monday morning mindset shift, where I'm gonna teach you how to take what you're thinking and make it better. The glass is always half full, my friends. Today's shift is this, the largest check. Check is in money, but this is also a principle. Um, and credit goes to Dan Sullivan, who is a business coach, but he's the one um, from whom I heard or read about this concept called the principle of the largest check. And the way we can define it is essentially when you think things are only going to be as good as they are now, because that's all you know, or unfortunately, that's what you've been told is all you're worth. So in like practical terms, again, from the perspective of a business coach, if you've only ever had jobs that pay you, I don't know, $17.50 an hour, or you only have ever worked at jobs where you clear 55 k per year, then perhaps it doesn't occur to you that A, you're worth more than $17.50 an hour, or you're worth more than 55 k per year, right? And that would be totally normal. But again, you guys know how you do one thing is how you do everything. If you think that you're only ever deserving of that 55K, perhaps it also means you're only ever deserving of a certain ceiling when it comes to love. Or, you know, if you've set the bar at following your macros five out of seven days per week, and that's been the case consistently for the last 10 or 11 weeks, perhaps it doesn't occur to you to push the envelope and go for that six out of seven days macros, right? Something like that. So again, the largest check is where's your ceiling in your mind of what you deserve and what you're worth? And then of course, how can we blast through that ceiling? Now, uh, I wanted to include examples from my own life, obviously not to make this about me because you guys know I don't love the spotlight, but I want to show you how the largest check applies in other areas of your life. Back in 2013, this was my largest check. It was a nice Jewish boy who planned a nice proposal with a ukulele player, right? He was three years older than me. He had a stable job, all of the things I was supposed to want. He checked my boxes in terms of a laundry list. But the problem was all he was was a laundry list of things I was supposed to want based on what my faith slash culture told me I should want, right? Again, you only, as a nice Jewish girl, you only ever date nice Jewish boys so that you can have nice Jewish babies. And I was like, okay, cool. I mean, I guess I could make this work until I met my first girlfriend in 2016. <laughs> uh, nice Jewish boys used to be my largest check until I realized there was something else out there for me. I could love more. Everything in my life, all of the colors could seem brighter when I met the right partner. So I completely blasted through this largest check. Next, my largest check, literally in terms of a profession, right? I worked for a magazine back when I lived in, in Toronto, Canada. In fact, I was the editor-in-chief of Canada's largest bodybuilding magazine. I made uh, a couple thousand a month in Canadian dollars. <laughs> um, there were no benefits. 
I was working 60 hours a week between doing the social media, the online uh, digital version of the magazine, and then of course the in-print. I was essentially always on call. And it was miserable, but I had status. I got to meet the biggest and best in the bodybuilding industry. And this was back before being an influencer was a thing. And we used to meet people in person. And I thought that was the be all end all of my career. And there was no way I was ever going to have more impact on the world than I did in 2016. Now, here's the thing. The magazine had a distribution of 50,000 every other month. So we would print 50,000 copies of the magazine every other month, which was great, but it meant that we could only ever impact 50,000 lives. Right. And even then, how much impact is a bodybuilding magazine that's always going to be like bigger arms, shorter, uh, smaller waist, you know, decrease your weight? That's not impact. Right. There's no one that doesn't that doesn't add value. As my Instagram grew and I eventually eclipsed the following of the magazine, I busted through my largest check and I said, not only am I having more quantitative impact, but I'm having more qualitative impact because I don't just have to, I, do, I don't have to talk at all, not just don't have to talk. I don't have to talk at all about how to get bigger arms, a smaller waist and get shredded. I don't think I've ever used that phrase with a client and my life has felt so much more authentic ever since then. So photos like this one with influencers like Dana Lynn Bailey used to be my largest check until I got a room full of you guys. And now this is what I want. And then, of course, we've got the physical, right? 2015, right? I thought the photo on the right-hand side of me in the diesel shorts with my pants undone, I cannot believe that was my life, was was as good as I was ever going to look, right? Until I competed in a bodybuilding show, Right. And I realized that if you push yourself, right, I almost want to take this. I'm just going to remove that photo. I'm so embarrassed. Um, if you push yourself, if you challenge yourself, if you get out of your comfort zone, there is a level to your physique. And I get that not everyone wants to be at, at whatever, 10 or 12 percent body fat. It's not for everyone. But the point is, if you get yourself out of your comfort zone, your body is capable of incredible things, right? Forget the physique part. Look at Sam hitting a 630 split for three, for three miles in a row. That's amazing, right? But you have to get yourself out of your comfort zone. You have to break through the largest check of two days a week of cardio, three days a week of cardio and say, you know what? It might mean I have to get up at 530 in the morning so that I can run before I go to work. But hell, I want to completely smash my strength goals or my running goals or get to 180 pounds or whatever your number is. So go get your largest check in terms of physique. Go bust through that. Merp. Okay. The largest check defines the you down the road. It is your future-based self, right? In business, a check is the total amount of money you make from a client in a single year. You get used to that amount. Your business structures are geared towards that amount. Your days are planned based on that amount, right? There's a difference in in hours that you would work at a job if you're making 55K, 125K, 250K, right? Uh, And for better or worse, 
your personal habits are also geared towards that amount. What I mean is that you start to think of yourself and your worth only as high as you've received so far, not as high as you could be. So what I want to impart to you is that you have to move up to a higher check. You have to set a higher income level for next month or even next year. No pressure, right? But I also want you to set the bar higher for the people you date, right? I also want you to set the bar higher for your compliance. If you noticed that last month with me, you hit 20 out of 30 days with macros, then guess what? I would love for you to hit 22 days this coming month, right? I would love instead of averaging two and a half days a week of cardio, let's get to three. This will force a constant upward improvement in your systems, right? Elisa said she had to go to bed early to wake up early. Amazing. How much better are you going to feel if you do that consistently? That is an improvement in your systems because you deserve more sleep and you function better on more sleep. But how do we move it up? How do we move the needle? How do we get towards that higher level? Number one, improve your input standards. The individuals who are the best think differently. The people who receive the largest checks are the ones who are continually linking themselves up with other friends who are on a higher level. We've all heard it. You are the sum total of the five people you spend the most time with. Who's in your five? What are you, what are you receiving? Are you energetically matched with the people in your life? Do you constantly fight with your significant other? Have you challenged them to go to therapy and they're not quite about it, right? But we're also talking coworkers, mentors and coaches in your life, podcasts you're listening to, books you're reading. These are all inputs. It's not just human beings. It's anything that goes in here and is processed by this. Next, be solution oriented. The best who keep getting better, have found a way to escape complexity and problems. They have moved into a results-based mindset. They are solution-oriented rather than problem-focused so that they can always see new chances and opportunities. They never get stuck on the problem. These are the people who look at a maze on a children's menu and start from the end, essentially cheating, but not really. They start from the end and work backwards. They see the solution they want and then figure out the action steps and smaller goals that will get them there. Katie has a saying that I've also adopted with a lot of my clients, and it's you're coming up with problems to all of my solutions. If you hear yourself say the word but more than once a day, you are problem oriented. We got to focus on the solution. We have to focus on coming up with the answer. Again, new chances and opportunities. But if you're always like, but we got to remove it. Uh, Another cute way of remembering this is uh, (laughs) your butt is showing, right? I love that one because it's, it's a humorous way of saying like, I can see where you're focused on the problem. Your butt is showing. So that's just, anyway, keep that one. Uh, Having an abundant mindset. And this is a little bit frou-frou, but also I do believe that the law of attraction has also been scientifically proven. You truly have to understand what it takes to make that mindset breakthrough. 
from an emotional and mental perspective, establishing freedom from, oh, one second, we're not all muted. Mute. Uh, guys, if you're not on mute, do you mind just putting yourself on mute, please? Thank you. Um, there is a general shift towards a more abundant mindset when you believe it's possible for yourself. When you truly buy into the fact that you don't have to be good enough, removing that word completely from your vocabulary, um, escaping scarcity. Again, once upon a time, your, your parents or your grandparents may have come, may have not come from money. And now you have this it's almost like a deep-rooted fear of what happens if you get money because you've just not been exposed to it, right? But that also applies to love, right? If you come from divorced parents or if you yourself have been divorced, you might be like, nah, I already know what my largest check is. But again, remove yourself from that, right? An abundance of you can have an abundance of friendships that serve you. You can have an abundance of job opportunities. You can have an abundance of macros that are going to get you in shape. You have to believe that there's more out there for you. Act as if. Okay, so let's say that you let's say you don't believe me and you're like, "Nope, I just don't think I'll ever meet the one again, or I don't believe my person is out there, or I don't believe that I can get to 20% body fat or run a 630 mile. Okay, you don't have to buy in, but I want you to do me a favor and start acting as if. Act as if you're already worth the amount on your largest check, right? Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Act as if you have the job you want, not the job you have. Act as if you already have friends that are going to level you up. Act as if you have the mindset of a carefree, solution-oriented, positive mindset. Act as if you understand that your life is a reflection of what you believe is possible for yourself. Start behaving in a way that your future self would behave in. Elevate your circle, right? Um, Katie was talking to one of her clients this morning who was just on a road trip with her daughter. And she said that her daughter would always ask how many more half hours for that was her, that was her, I guess, perspective of time, right? She is seven, right? And she already thinks in terms of time, right? My wife just turned 31, right? And her mom said to her like, oh my God, I can't believe I have a daughter who is, who's 31, right? Three decades. Look how the perspective of time shifts as you get older. The seven-year-old is can only see life in 30-minute blocks, but Katie's mom is like, wow, three decades, right? 10 years went by like that, right? People who think long-term, people who think in terms of their life decades at a time, they're the ones who are going to make the larger checks, right? At the stage of our lives and our careers, right, a lot of us are thinking in terms of buying a house, Whereas before, maybe 10, 20 years ago, it was buying a car, right? We want to surround ourselves with people who think in terms of decades. Where will I be decades from now? They're already thinking about all of their fun plans for retirement. We have friends who are buying houses, not cars, right? Uh, one of my favorite, uh, I, not a philosophy. Oh my gosh. One of my favorite anecdotes. I was listening to um, 
a podcast from Alex Hermosi. Highly recommend it. Very business oriented though, if that's your thing. And he said that once upon a time, he would think of life in terms of $10,000 when he was in his twenties, right? He just wanted to get to the next $10,000 mark. So he'd make 10 and he'd like, yeah, let's go for 20. And then it was 30, right? Again, similar to decades. But then he started making friends who were day traders and they were just absolutely crushing it. And they would think in terms of millions of dollars. And they actually have a nickname for every $1 million set, and it's called a stick. So he now had friends who had a nickname for a million dollars because to them, it was nothing. If they wanted to make an investment, they'd say, throw three sticks at it. And it was not right. And that's how he eventually elevated his game by hanging out with people who have a nickname for a million dollars, right? That is a whole other level of check that I hope we can all aspire to. So your homework, friends, write this down. Mark three of your top activities that you think will be the ones to move your check up. Then plan to have really focused days full of focusing and acting on those activities. If it's a Sunday, it's a Sunday. If it's a Thursday evening that you devote to yourself and elevating your game, it's a Thursday evening. If it's a Friday morning, do it on a Friday morning. But either way, put the intention, effort, focus, consciousness, mindset into making a larger check. And that's your Monday morning mindset shift. I appreciate you listening. If you loved what you heard, subscribe, like, share, and tag me in stories about this podcast. I'll share back. Until next time, the glass is always half full, my friends.